Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the RP Show's Hour 2, coming at you live from Ace Casino Airport, Calgary, and Hotel Cleek, Calgary Airport. Uh, one half of the show out here in Western Canada. The other half of the show out in Eastern Canada, Darren Moose DuPont joining us from the Game Plus Studios in downtown Toronto. As expected, today's show has been not only fun, it's been more fun than I actually thought it would be. And just to recap, what we're talking about is the NHL Draft Round 1. Tonight, uh, Connor Bedard going number one, and then all the intrigue going from picks two through 15, I would say. Good luck to all the players. Very much looking forward to it. It looks like I'll be hosting an NHL draft watch party tonight in a phone booth. Do they still have phone booths, Darren? Do they still have them? (laughs) I don't know. I haven't seen one. Okay. Uh, I'm thinking as it stands right now, I will be watching the um, draft from the Tonic kitchen and bar at Hotel Cleek Calgary Airport. That's where I'll be. But I will say this. We've had Calgary area establishments call us up about uh, hosting and partnering for the Stamps Future Watch Party. So that's cool. And on the CFL vein, uh, Canada's Game of the Week is our poll question for Keato Group. And I'll just tell you right now, running away with it is Sunday's Braley Bowl. The BC Lions at the Toronto Argonauts. They got 62% of the vote. As a matter of fact, they called it up right now. I'll tell you more about Keato Group later. No, it's 72% of the vote voting for BC at Toronto Sunday in week four of the CFL. 20% voting for Bombers at Montreal and only 8% voting for Edmonton at Ottawa. But put me in the 8% because I'm very interested to see who wins the toilet bowl. Who gets flushed in the toilet bowl? Edmonton (laughs) at Ottawa. So back now to pick up on the fun and the frivolity with Moose. And I'll tell you that later on, this hour, we'll be joined by Enoch Mwamba of the Toronto Argonauts in our weekly CFLPA Player Spotlight segment. Um, we are talking about the Ferrari party last night. That's what everybody wants to talk. I knew last night I went to the Alberta Fer- Ferrari of Alberta unveiling of the 2024 Puro Sang, Ferrari's first ever four-door. If you can afford it, go buy it. How about that? But I was saying to Kevin, the medium, our sales guy, Moose, I said, Oh, we are getting an infinite amount of show prep material for tomorrow here tonight. And for those that just tuned in for hour two or just listening to hour two podcast only, uh, there was like the richest guy in the place for whatever reason, thought it would be a good idea to come join us at our table with his lovely wife. And not only did they join us, we hung out all evening. And before they came and joined us, I said to Kevin, those must be basketball players over there. And Kevin says, that's, stereotyping that's racial profiling and i'm like what so everybody's writing in and saying they agree with me troy in toronto says i think most people would assume or ask tall guys they see or meet if they play ball it's a reasonable question i ask tall people that all the time i'm one of those people he says which 
the thing is, the rich guy's wife goes, I wonder if those are basketball players. They don't, you don't see people like that in Calgary. And I'm like, I just asked that. And he accused me of racial profiling. So that was part of our discussion last night, which incidentally moves the. Come on, Kev. Are you going to get out yeah, of here? Jump in on this one. Why? You don't, you don't want it because she's rich? So uh, he was so cool. And I wanted to take a picture of him, but then I thought that would be so creepy. I have my mental snapshots, and I'll just have to relay my stories to you. But imagine, Darren, a 50 year old Mike McCullough. Oh. Hall of Fame Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Uh, middle linebacker out of Kingston, Ontario. He looked, oh, I thought I was talking to Mike McCullough. He had the same sarcasm, the same dry wit, the, frankly, the same build. He was a big guy. I said, you're clearly an athletic guy. And I wasn't just kissing his ass. Jason in Red Deer writes, then he says, ha ha, I just got to Rod ranting about people not knowing what they're talking about. I love it, Rod. An NHL scout texted me, by the way. I don't know if you're in on this or not. In this group text, NHL scout texted me, said, you're great. If you don't know what you're talking about, shut up. I love it. Well, that goes back to the Dan Carson passing away story here. And by the way, this wasn't about you, the Stamps fan. He goes, I was, I said, didn't he just announce Saturday's game, Dan Carson? I was there. And I distinctly remember thinking, God, I respect that guy. He's got such a great voice. He's been doing this for so long. He is, in a lot of ways, Stampeders football. Yeah. And he's passed away. Sounds like suddenly, I don't know enough about it. But Jeff goes, I was there too. Most fans don't notice these things. Makes sense. Rod Wood, it's his purview. What did I say earlier? I'm paying attention to where all the fire exits are. Who's the announcer? What's the temperature? It was 24 degrees Celsius for the 24K win coming out of the Southeast. I pay attention to this stuff. I think that's why I get so triggered, Darren. I'm real. When people say, Rod doesn't know anything. I know a thousand times more than you. That triggers me. So when people are going to sit here and try and tell me that Dan Carson retired last September, wasn't calling the game. I'm like, you weren't even there. I'm getting tired of it. Uh... Oh, the happier things. (laughs) The NHL draft, yes. Regarding where does DuPont get his money, WQEE Radio, Ryan O'Reilly, have you seen his comment? He writes in and says, Top Gun, work for it. That's right. I think somebody accused you of being a trust fund kid. I'm like, nope, pretty sure not. (laughs) Yeah, pretty (laughs) sure not. Unless your dad, uh, who was a a heavy-duty equipment mechanic for his whole entire career, had some secret Swiss bank fund. That you're now drawing from to finance exactly. the Rod Peterson show. Yeah, he did um, that for fun because he was part of the DuPont uh, family of wealthy people. He did it for fun, yeah. Right. Darren's the heir to the uh, wrenches throne. Yeah, that's what I get for an inheritance. That's right. The poll question, by the way, is brought to you by Key Auto Group. At the Key Auto Group, you can buy with confidence knowing that they provide reports on all vehicles they sell. Get fully informed with your next vehicle by going to keyautogroup.ca. Let's get it back on track. I, know I, I, I just wanted to mention the sponsor read here. It's very clear that BC at Toronto is the game of the week. But, well, we're going to be watching them all, or at least I will be. 
Uh, Nelson, the VP of Sim Events, says, by the way, Dupes is living on Ted Lasso and Saturday Night Live royalties. How about that? Uh, Colin in Ottawa says, does old McMahon even have emergency exits? The old stadium was designed and built before they sought of such things. Let's not talk about McMahon Stadium. We talked about it on Monday. I'm sorry that I brought it up. It was on Monday that we did. Um, the We have not spent nearly enough time on the Progressive Insurance text line, Darren, 902-518-3033. Let's jump in there. Nick Gresh is watching in Rothsay, New Brunswick. I hope I've said that right. Rothsay, New Brunswick on Game Plus Television right now. Regarding the Pittsburgh voter, Seth he says the Pittsburgh voter is obviously a Crosby fan and can't handle that McDavid now has the title of best player and MVP. The NHL players actually voted Crosby as best all-around player. It's a bit like that Graf fan stabbing Selish. This voter is delusional at best. This is from Nick in New Brunswick. As asinine as that sounds... Serena said the exact same thing, the Golden Girl. She said the exact same thing. She's like, those people in Pittsburgh can't get over their hate of Edmonton and Gretzky being better than Lemieux. And the thing is why I think we get along so well, I just, you've seen, you've been around Serena, and I just let her go off. Do I think that this guy's mad about Lemieux and Gretzky and that? No. I think this is guy is one of the, 100-plus American journalists that go to the games and don't even watch but goes on on the ice. That's what I think. He completely flubbed up his ballot. I don't think he intentionally spoiled it. And by the way, Darren, uh, yesterday, the life lesson through all of us, I don't know, you probably didn't think about this the rest of the day, but I did. I repeated it to a few people. What a perfect illustration of how the world has changed. This poor bastard almost lost his career and still might. Seth Rothenberg, or whatever the hell his name is, we had to cut it off at the pass. I see Derek Van Deest. You know Derek, don't you? Your buddies with Daniel Nugent Bowman, but uh, Derek, right. who's he with now? Is he with still Edmonton Sun or Edmonton Order? Whatever it is, yeah. he's an Edmonton sports scribe, and he had to come out and just say, would you back off on this guy? Which is the exact same thing that I said. Now, I don't want to repeat yesterday's show, but being stupid ain't a crime. If it was, more than half the population would be in jail already. Uh, I don't think this guy was making any statement whatsoever with his vote that was absolutely asinine. Like Cam Cole, you've heard me reference Cam Cole a few times. Hall of Fame, legendary writer, CFL and NHL. He actually responded to our Twitter feed and said, no, he shouldn't lose his vote forever and have it rescinded. But a public flogging might be in order. And actually, Serena said, oh, it's 11-11 Mountain, 111 Eastern. She um, said, yeah, Serena said, because she was on yesterday discussing this, she's like, dang it, if I could go back, I would have said, no, he shouldn't be fired, but he should be examined. Ba-dum-bum. So I'll pass it along 24 hours later. Do you think what this guy's saying, number one, I've seen, I've, I've heard everything, Darren. He's just trying to get attention. Why would you want attention for that, for being an idiot? Why would you want that? You know? Or, or the Edmonton-Pittsburgh rivalry over Lemieux-Gretzky. Do you buy any of this? No, because where was Crosby in the vote? 
I think if that was the case, you give Crosby the first place vote, right? Like it's that's Pasternak got the first place vote. Crosby, I don't even think was in the conversation in terms of his voting ballot in the top five he had. So no, I don't buy that. Um, maybe a little bit of like, look at nobody's talking about David Pasternak and the great season he had on this great Boston team that was setting records for the best season, regular season ever. This guy should be the MVP. So I, maybe that's the statement you're making that, Hey, we need to talk about David Pasternak, but you know what? Didn't accomplish that either because nobody's sitting here today talking about David Pasternak's one first place vote. They're talking about McDavid being fifth, at least put McDavid second. Anyways. <laughs> okay. This is why this show was so much fun. I'll be honest. There's a million stuffy guys and gals out there that are doing talk shows that they can be serious and talk about serious stuff. I don't want to be, I, mean, I listen to it and go, this is boring. And it's in daytime radio and television parts. I don't want to be boring, man. You can say whatever you want, but nobody ever going to say I'm boring. Uh, so we're having fun here. Jeff, the Stamps fan says maybe he was the class clown and likes negative attention. Jeff, I think you're speaking about yourself. From Patrolman Pete in Winnipeg, he says maybe some goons can rough him up and everyone can just call it a day. I know you're joking. Patrolman Pete in Winnipeg is not advocating for Seth from Pittsburgh getting roughed up and given the bumps on the playground. I don't think. Shaking some sense into people does work, but not for everybody. Um, Nelson, our VP of Sim Events, says, and I quote, I'll publicly apologize for triggering Rod with the Dan Carson comment. I misread a thread on a Stamps Facebook post. He's talking about me, but it's too kind to call a spade a spade. That's all. It was an honest mistake by you, Nelson. And obviously, I'm not going to call you out, but there are just so many people rushing, rushing. Like, I see Clark yesterday going this is the best time of year in hockey he loves the chaos and that's good for you i don't because this business has become a joke it has now go back to yesterday for a second when you got pierre lebrun having to say on sports center and did you see the clip he's like looking right into the camera elias lindholm did not tell the flames he's not going to sign a long-term extension that needs to be clarified well frank cervelli said he did and Frank's been on this show. I got nothing against Frank, but I've got screenshotted tweets of Frank that he said a year ago that Matthew Kachuk's going to resign in Calgary. So it was my decision to just stand back and go, I, I can't, I can't. And that's also cool that Clark wants to jump into it head first. I don't think this is the best time of the hockey season. Call me crazy. I think the best time is when they're actually playing games. But if you love all the Facebook uh, sorry, sorry. If you love all the fake news, then that's cool too. But I don't. Uh, Patrolman Pete says you read me right, Rod. I was only kidding. Because I know some Italians. I know some Italians, and I don't want to name them. But you know what they do, and they've done it. They'll go grab a guy, roll up to him with a van. Jump out, throw a blanket over him, throw him into the back of the van, take him out of town, and give him the business. And then come back into town and kick him out of the back of the van 
And nobody even knows who they were. And that's kind of what I think Patrolman Pete might have been advocating for. <laughs> and I'm saying, let's not do that with Seth from Pittsburgh. He's been subject to public humiliation enough. He's not going to be able to walk into a media room without everybody snickering. Up. That's the guy. That's Seth the guy. Rorabaugh. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Seth Roethlisberger. I definitely don't think that he was doing it for attention. We'll be back. We'll talk a little bit more about Canada's game of the week in the Canadian Football League, the NHL draft tonight. Uh, we're not going to do our own mock draft, but I, I do want to talk about tonight's draft because it's a very big day. And as of today, Connor Bedard will become a former Regina Pat. Did you enjoy his time? Because I enjoyed every single second of it, but I did go over in a blink. We're live from Ace Casino Airport, Hotel Cleet, Calgary Airport, on the Game Plus Television Network, WQEE Radio. Also podcast and YouTube Live. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. All right. Listen up. We're back live from Ace Airport Casino and Hotel Cleek, Calgary Airport. Let's get the progressive insurance text line going, okay? It's been a little quiet today, other than the Pittsburgh voter comments. 902-518-3033. I'd love to know your predictions on what you think is going to happen tonight in round one of the NHL draft after Connor Bedard goes number one overall, which I'll get to more of in a moment in the uh, sports update. As a matter of fact, I'll jump in that right now. The Chicago Blackhawks are expected to select Regina Pats forward Connor Bedard with the number one pick in tonight's NHL draft. The 17-year-old was named the CHL Player of the Year after scoring 71 goals, 72 assists in 57 games last season. The Montreal Canadiens have the top pick among Canadian clubs at number five. Sacramento Kings assistant coach Jordy Fernandez is the new head coach of the Canadian national men's basketball team. He replaces Nick Nurse, who stepped away from the job after being hired by the Philadelphia 76ers and the Toronto Blue Jays. Host the San Francisco Giants in the second game of their three-game interleague series at Rogers Center tonight. The Jays will be looking to bounce back from a 3-0 loss in last night's series opener. This sports update is brought to you by the Steadies. Their new single, Champion, dropped on Friday, and I appreciate all those of you that have downloaded it. Visit thesteadies.ca for more info and stream The Steadies today on Apple Music and Spotify. And also we're brought to you by Landmark Cinemas in theaters July 12th, Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning Part 1. In Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning Part 1, Tom Cruise plays Ethan Hunt and his IMF team embark on their most dangerous mission yet. And while we're at it, if we bring Moose in, he is at the Game Plus Studios in downtown Toronto on the sports on tap sports schedule tonight. I've got written down, obviously, NHL, the draft, Canadian Elite Basketball League. Here tonight, Canada Olympic Park, Calgary Surge, home to the Scarborough Stars, the Shooting Stars. The Saskatchewan Rattlers are at Montreal taking on the Alliance and as mentioned, uh, the Blue Jays are home to the San Francisco Giants tonight. Um, yeah, so Craig Smith, our director of scouting, writes in, you don't necessarily have to write the text line. You can write it in the 
streaming chat. He goes, I'm more, I'm interested to see where Mishkov goes. So Frank, frankly, folks, Matt Vay, Mishkov and Connor Bedard, Darren, if I'm wrong, correct me. And you're not quite old enough really to remember the Peyton Manning, Ryan Leaf thing, but it's close to that. Like because of the Russian invasion of Ukraine, we haven't been able to watch Mishkov versus Connor Bedard because Russia has been kicked out of international tournaments for the last two years. Can you imagine if we've been able to see those two go head to head against each other at the world juniors, the last two years? Oh my goodness. The only time we saw them was at the world under 18s in Texas and they were pretty darn even. And so I'm sitting here watching the mock drafts. As I mentioned, Bobby Margarita, Bob McKenzie's draft. He's got Anaheim taking uh, Fantilli, the Canadian forward at number two. So does Craig Button. So I think they're sitting there going, if you got the number two overall pick and you got a surefire player that's going to help you, if not right away, definitely pretty soon, take him rather than a flyer on Mishkov. But if you take him high, which some teams might, you might have a player as good as Bedard. That's the conundrum. That is the conundrum. You know, this is this is Ovechkin Crosby, right? This is that. This is going to be potentially that situation. And, and you're right. Like Mishkov was right there with Bedard whenever they played against yeah. each other. And so it's an issue because we go back to this word patience, right? Can you be patient and wait three to four years to get him or two to three years or however long? It might take three to four years to get Mishkov into the NHL. And these GMs potentially could be thinking, well, we need to win now. We have pressure to win in the next two years. And if we don't, I'm not going to be here. So I need to draft players who I can get in the lineup and who can help me win now. But for a franchise, like if I'm an owner, I might be saying draft this kid because I'm worried about years four through 24, right? Like that's what we're talking about, right? A 15 or 10, 15, 20 year career that you got to wait three or four years to start. I mean, I it's, if he's that good, it's well worth the wait. Uh, For sure. So the draft order, one Chicago, two Anaheim, three Columbus, four San Jose, five Montreal, six Arizona, seven Philadelphia. You're going to get great players. And another NHL scout told me that they had interviewed these scouts. They're they're dirty dogs, you know. They interviewed Zach Benson one-on-one. This is what the people don't understand. Any jack wagon can sit and watch the players on the ice and tell you who's better than who. It ain't hard where the real work is, is beating the bushes, finding out the character of the kids, the family background of the kids. How are they at school? How do they treat the trainers? How do they treat the bus drivers? That's where the real scouting goes. And I had a scout tell me that they were in, in Winnipeg interviewing Zach Benson. Tell me what you think about this. And they said, do you think Bedard's better than you? He wouldn't answer it. Like, is that not kind of a dick move? A tough like question. Trying to, trying to make him uncomfortable. Well, it's a, it's a tough question because it's like, you, you want me to be confident in myself to say I'm the best player in this draft. But you also know that it's asinine to think you're better than Connor Bedard. So what pretty do you damn do? Good. He's pretty good, Moose. He's a really good player. Really good player. And he, honestly... Right, you know the projections from these uh, these draft mock drafts are saying anywhere from the top ten to the top fifteen 
right? I don't see too many mock drafts with Benson falling outside of the top 15 picks. You got to be really good to be inside those top 15 draft prospects in the National Hockey League. Um, but I mean, Bedard is Bedard. It's tough. Like, how do you have that conversation about, is this kid really better than Connor Bedard? I don't think anybody in the draft's better than Connor Bedard. No, but again, the last two years we've been robbed of watching them play against each other. So who really knows? A um, couple things. Craig Smith, our director of scouting, says he's under contract, Mishkov, till 2026. Yes, in Russia, but Nathan Rourke was under contract in the Canadian Football League for this year. As Neil McAvoy told us on this show, if the NFL wants Nathan Rourke, they're going to get him. I kind of feel like if the NHL wants to get Matt Vey Mishkov, they're going to get him. Russia or otherwise. Jordan Ewart, thanks for pointing out. Uh, Timo Meyer has signed an extension with the New Jersey Devils. Eight years, $70.4 million. Timo Meyer, the top prize at last year's NHL trade deadline. Oh, people being cute. What? Okay, here's, here's my life. <laughs> Mike Hogan, the voice of the Argos. We've been longtime friends for a long time, obviously. Long time for a long time. I, te I texted Hoagie, the voice of the Argos. I said, hey, happy bye week, Hoagie. This is exactly what I wrote. Any tidbits I can throw into your Enoch interview this hour? Thanks. He wrote me back. I'm interviewing Enoch this hour? It's a typo. Smart Alec. But that's how that I'm not gonna say Hogan, but that's like a broadcaster thing, or like somebody will jump on the wording of what you said. Oh, and, and point it out in a fun way like that. And it's it's like that's not fun. You know what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just said typo. <laughs> I wonder why I drank. Call yourself a friend. <laughs> Uh, interesting. Well, I'm glad I didn't say what team it was that asked, uh, Zach Benson that there's been some interesting responses from patrolman Pete. He says that question to Benson was pointless and there's no way he could answer it without looking bad. He did the right thing. Keeping silent. I know. Right. But that's the point. That's probably what the team was looking for. It's like, they want to make you uncomfortable. Do you understand this stuff? People are like, why do I say this? Cause people don't understand what they're trying to do. The team's not a bunch of jerks. They're trying to see how he responds. Wayne in Victoria, B.C. says that's a very unfair question for a young player. If he says yes, he's arrogant. If he says no, he's not confident enough. So he sat there and smiled. That's Zach Benson. We've had him on this show. He is all-world top 10 NHL talent. And if you knew he was that smart and that classy and he worked that hard because he was killing penalties at 16 and doing a fantastic job of it, and on the power play, I'd be scooting them up to top five. And that's what I've seen with my own eyes. And that's why with the analytics, you, they'll never get it. Why do I talk about it here? They'll never get it. I know. I know. They won't. But, you know, again, I come back to the same thing. It, it's, it's not one or the other. It's when you can use both, right? And there's a time and a place to use the analytics. There's a time and a place to use common sense and, you know, make your own judgment. That's why we're here as humans, right? 
to have that human ability to make decisions. Um, but yeah, they're never going to get it. I'm with the, you. The fans aren't going no. to get it. And unfortunately, a lot of the media is never going to get it. Kevin, the medium says common sense isn't common anymore, Moose. By the way, Kevin, the media is coming up uh, in the overtime segment. From JJSA, writes that and says, hey, guys, have I missed CFL talk for the day? No, not really. In the next segment, we've got Enoch Mwamba coming up in our weekly CFLPA player spotlight. And Hoagie has written me back with uh, a couple things about Enoch that I could pass along. If you have questions for Enoch Mwamba, star middle linebacker, Toronto Argonauts fame, NFL linebacker with the Indianapolis Colts, let me know. Patrolman Pete says, by the way, well, then it sounds like Benson passed the test with flying colors. Um, to be honest, last weekend, just to give you an idea, I went to Kevin's spiritual fair, and I had, I didn't even tell you this, I had my, uh, a psychic, I guess, a tarot card reader, read me whatever the hell she thought she did for a living, and she was awful. Like, I wanted to reach across the table and strangle her. And, uh, no, I'm not joking. And afterwards, Kevin's like, yeah, it is what it is. I don't want to say too much. They wouldn't want to criticize anybody else in their industry, just like I don't want to criticize anybody else in my industry, not by name anyways. But she had no idea what the hell uh, she was talking about. And she was, she was pushing my buttons. That's what the NHL scouts do with the players. They push their buttons in these interviews. They try to make them uncomfortable. They try to see how they'll react. Difference is, I was paying this chick $80 for an hour to piss me off. Right? Do you want me to stop? Yeah, okay. She upset me. Uh, JJSA writes in and says, excellent. I'm here for the CFL, CPL, and CEBL. Uh, okay. Tonight, I'm going to the CEBL game. Scarborough shooting stars in town against the Calgary Surge. I was with the president of the Surge last night, Jason Ribeiro, at our Ferrari party, and it was big fun. And the last game at Winsport was sold out tonight. will probably be the same, I would think, although that was a Father's Day Sunday. Um, okay, Moose, the questions are coming in for Enoch. I will let you go. Anything yeah. you got going on in a Toronto day, Johnny Toronto? Well, I was gonna you got? No, I what? got a little, little, uh, little uh, homework to do, but I was going to say – the Scarborough shooting stars, that might be a game I need to get to at some point here in town. Um, and it made me think of Rod Black because he's calling their games. Yep. The Scarborough shooting stars. And maybe we got to get uh, old Blackie back on the show here before long. Yeah. I've seen his highlights on TSN. He's doing a great job calling the games. All right, Moose. Appreciate you. Thank you. Okay. We will be right back with Enoch Mwamba, CFL great NFL alum. We're live on the Game Plus Television Network, YouTube, live podcast form, and WQEE Radio, the key. Okay, welcome back, everybody, to the RP Show. Coming at you live from Ace Airport Casino, Calgary, and Hotel Fleet, Calgary Airport. And uh, Darren is producing this show. It's a DuPont Media production along with Cavelli Channeling and uh, Game Plus Television. Every Wednesday, we're going to do the Canadian Football League Players Association Player Spotlight. This week, it's to be Enoch Mwamba. We got him of the Toronto Argonauts. Love it. Uh, Darren's just logging in right now. He is. So we got. So you hang on. Okay, Kevin, the medium. 
we do have Enoch joining us. I'm in tandem and concert with the Toronto Argonauts and our viewers. We have uh, questions for Enoch. You let me know, Darren. He's just in the middle. I'm not even going to tell the magic of the world how we're doing this. But for those that don't know, Enoch played with the Blue Bombers 2011-2013. Number one overall pick in the CFL draft in 2011. Indy Colts for two seasons. Then the Montreal Alouettes. Then the Dallas Cowboys. America's team. Two seasons with Canada's team. The Saskatchewan Rough Riders 2016 and 17. That's where I got to know them. Then with the Alouettes 2018 to 20. And now with the Toronto Argonauts 2021 to present. And it looks like we got him and he is looking fresh. Moose, you tell me when we got, if we got Enoch Mwamba with us on this bye week and he is on the six game injured list. The Yargos have just pointed out to me. So Darren, you tell me when we're live. Cause I can't honestly see Enoch. He's working on it. And what up? Just one second. Enoch, bear with me. He's still smiling. He's still smiling. He can hear us wherever he is. It's the Canadian Football League Players Association spotlight, and we got him. Enoch Mwamba. There he is on, on a bye week with the best team in the CFL, we're told. Enoch, how's it going, man? Welcome to the show. Got to turn his mic on. Turn your mic. Can you turn your mic on? You're muted, Enoch. We are in one of those meetings. There we go. Okay. Let's, yeah, let's do it all over again, man. How's the bye week treating you, Enoch? It's going well. It's going well, Rob. We just, uh, you know, came coming off of a win here, and uh, we're looking to, uh, to play a good game next week. Okay, so I talked to your radio guy, Hoagie. I said, what do I need to ask Enoch about? And he's like, well, he's on the sixth game right now. Let's start there, Enoch. You guys have potentially the best team in the CFL, and for the moment, you're not out there with them. How tough is that for you? Because you've been traditionally a dang durable player. That's right. That's right. No, I mean, it's, it's tough. Obviously, you want to be out there with your brothers. Um, but this is a group of guys that, that I'm, I've been around for a while now. And, and I have a lot of confidence for, man. You know, and, uh, you know, it, it's a weird kind of stage in my career where um, I enjoy cheering for my teammates. You know, I have a legitimate relationship with uh, – with the guys that are on the field and um, you know, whatever happens on the field, when they make a play, I feel like I make a play rod. And so I'm excited for the guys. I'm excited for the coaches. Um, it's an, an exciting time in, uh, in Argo land. Well, it looks like we got you on the golf course. I'm not going to keep it too long. I could, I could talk to you for hours as you know, but with you saying this new stage of your life, does that mean it's an eye towards maybe coaching post-career or media? Cause I think you're enjoying the media thing. I definitely am enjoying the media thing. But you know what? I, I'm going to keep my options open when the time comes, Rod. And, uh, you know, I'm definitely closer to the end than the beginning. So, uh, you know, I'm, I, but I'm excited. I'm excited about what, you know, what's to come, what's next. Um, but for the main time, for, for, the, for the time being, I'm, ex- I'm enjoying the, the moment. I'm enjoying my teammates. And I'm enjoying, you know, the time that, uh, that I'm having with, um, you know, my team. Well, it's a Hall of Fame career already, and it's going to end on a high no matter what. And I should mention, of all the things I read off your resume before, he was also the Gord Barwell Award winner. I was in the room, Athletes in Action 2017 in Ottawa, CFL's Man of the Year. This is the kind of guy we're talking about, Enoch Mwamba. But the CFLPA said to me, ask him what it meant to win a Grey Cup for his hometown Toronto Argonauts. Ooh, man. It was, listen, 
I, Rod, I've enjoyed literally every single pro, every single province, every single team that I've played for. I still have friends to this day. You mean, I mean, coaches, players that, you know, I've played with, I'm still close to to this day. Um, but it, it was definitely special to be able to come back home in Toronto, the circumstances. A lot of people don't realize or don't know, um, you know, it wasn't really by choice, you know, to, that I made the decision to just come here uh, back to Toronto. I was in Montreal and I lost my mother-in-law and, you know, my family was growing. My wife was pregnant with our second, um, you know, uh, so there was a lot going on at the time. And, you know, Toronto was just the best place for me to be at and uh, to be able to come home and to be in Toronto. And at the time, Rod, to be honest, to be transparent with you, I was even already considering retirement. Uh, just because, you know, like I said, it was a difficult time in my life at the time. And so um, to be able to come back, consider, contemplate retirement and come back and be energized and, and, and meet, you know, new teammates and obviously be a part of a team that, um, you know, wants to be great and, and thrives to be great. So um, to, to be able to, to win the Great Cup the way that we did and have the season that we had and kind of just rally together, um, it was amazing. Uh, Rob, the thing is, I've always dreamt of being a great cup champion but the only thing that i ever dreamt about was just to contribute just to be a part of it and to to, to be a part of it the way that I, that it that it happened i mean you know you can't write it any better way no well most images of a great cup it's usually the quarterback on the stage with a trophy with the argos last year it was you and the trophy that's my image at mosaic stadium and you were the mvp of the game you're the most outstanding canadian of the game won it as we said He's a three-time CFL East All-Star, President's Trophy winner in 2010. But it is the CFLPA spotlight, and I need to ask you, why was it important to you to be a player rep in the CFLPA? It's a great question. It's a great question, Rod, because, um, look, let, let's, let's go there. So you, you, tell, you told me that you remember me and the trophies, but it was me crying in the trophies, right? And the reason why I was crying was that I was, I was I, I reminisced and I remembered – you know, my whole journey and the people that played a role in my journey, in my journey from the beginning, the coaching staff, uh, I mean, my, my, my friends uh, that helped me along the way. So I, I didn't get to, you know, getting those trophies alone. I had uh, amazing people around me talk about my family. You know, my wife was, you know, extremely supportive. Um, you know, the people around me is what mattered the most to me, which is what really brought me to my knees, especially when my daughter ran on stage. But I said all that just to say, Rod, um, joining the CFLPA, I was thinking about everybody else. I was thinking about the rest of the members. I was thinking about how I can um, have an impact on the league. Really, I always wanted to join the CFL. I, you know, uh, my earlier days was my, my thought process had always been, hey, I want to leave the game better than I found it. And, um, you know, as I continue to play on, I would do different things, whether it was in the community or not and whatnot. Um, but I remember you know, speaking to a few guys on the PA already, they were the ones who encouraged me and they said, hey, you know, if you really want to leave a mark, um, this is where you're going to have to do it. And so I kind of took a leap of faith and, um, you know, I've enjoyed every single step of the way and I'm excited for what's to come. Well, you've literally done it all. There's not a whole lot left to prove other than having a really good next golf shot. It looks like you're up. So Enoch, I'll let you go. Continued success. And I look forward to seeing you uh, out on a CFL field this summer. Rod, Rod, I'm actually uh, I'm, I'm actually at the Joe Carter Classic, which is an amazing golf tournament. Stop! Think money. Yes, that's right. And 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 my team here, I'm with some some guys from Saskatoon, man. I'm with Say Bo, hey. 
Say, say hey for me. Touch them all, Joe. Oh, my Touch God. Touch them all, Joe. <laughs> Thanks, Enoch. Appreciate you. Thank you very much, Rob. The great Enoch Mwamba of the Toronto Argonauts on our weekly CFLPA Player Spotlight. We'll be right back with overtime in a moment. We're live from Ace Casino Airport in Hotel Cleek, Calgary Airport on the Game Plus Television Network. WQEE Radio, Podcast, and YouTube Live. Okay, everybody, we're back live for overtime here at Ace Casino Sports Bar right over my shoulder. And now we're bringing him in. We teased him last segment, Kevin the Medium, our sales coordinator. But I'll be honest with you, Kev, the CFLPA Player Spotlight was your idea. You've done all the legwork. Uh, it's all your baby. Can you get any cooler than that interview? No. That was just something else. No. And uh, so I'll give you credit, by the way, for that. But from our audience, Craig Campbell checking in from the Hockey Hall of Fame. He says, always a great show when an argument when an Argonaut is on. Wayne in BC says, Enoch Mwamba, what a great human being. He's very humble and a great interview. Well done, Rod and crew. I'm just sitting here in front of Ke Kevin did it all. Darren produced it. It was it's exciting. It was a good interview. I liked it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, and, uh, and again, to the CFLPA for making their players available. The Argos as well. And guys, I apologize. The questions have come in late. We've got to get in Enoch on again, and I don't think that'll be a problem to do. No. We'll get him again. Uh, for instance, Colin in Ottawa says, does Pinball Clemens make pregame speeches regularly, or is that only for the big games? That's a good question. I apologize, yeah. Colin. I didn't get to it. Uh, Ryan in New York State says, nice shades, Enoch, looking every bit like Hitman Bret Hart. Wow. Uh, uh, Except they weren't pink. Yeah. Patrolman Peter Winnipeg says, I don't have any questions for Enoch, but I loved him as a blue bomber. Amazing athlete. Top notch character. His parents certainly raised him right. Oh, he's such a great guy. And by the way, Enoch and I, shameless plug, are represented by the same speakers bureau, EMJ Marketing. So... If you want us to come speak at your event, we'd be more than happy to do it. And Dan in Saskatoon says, Rod, Enoch has some great stories about Jerry Jones and the Dallas Cowboys from his time with that team. I didn't get to these. Can you tell those stories on the air? <laughs> well, no, no, he wanted me to ask him. Yes. And I didn't because it was a little... People don't understand what's going on here. When I say it's a DuPont Media Cavelli channeling production, it's because uh, we are producing the show amongst the three four of us because jake's in it your son yes so um we we started slowly not having any guests this week via video as you noticed and now we graduated to enoch today we had serena yesterday now we'll get to live guests here the rest of the week hopefully but everybody's out of town uh john ohm in winnipeg says way to go kevin bang on bro nice Jeff, the Stamps fan, says, I'm going to ask what many won't. Kevin, what is a medium? Wow. Is that from Jeff, the Stamps yes. fan? Shocked. Uh -huh. yeah. So a medium is real simple, is I talk to loved ones that have crossed over. Uh, I also have the ability to connect with spirit guides. Spirit guides are souls in your soul family on the other side. I know a lot of times we just kind of joke with it, Kevin, the medium, um, but it's an actual thing. It's a uh, Cavelli channeling is my business. And um, I do readings over Zoom. If anybody wants to reach out, um, reach out to me. Um, you can reach me at Cavelli at Outlook.com or jump on my Facebook at Cavelli Channeling. Well, it's interesting how many people don't know what it is that you do because you look at 
uh, Teresa Caputo, the Long Island medium, not only has she had a long-running television show on whatever channel it is, I follow me, Slice, A&E, A&E, Slice, whatever, like that. whatever that and is. She's coming and selling out events. She's coming to the Great Eagle Event Center doing shows. So she, you're doing the same thing she is. Exactly the same thing. She does the yeah. exact same thing that a lot of these superstars do. I just do it quietly on Zoom and yeah. I don't have a camera in front of me yeah. broadcasting. Again. Out of the Calgary area. So there you go, Jeff, the Stamps fan. He speaks to dead people. I, say dead people. I didn't want to say that. It's so, it's such a cliche saying. What do you do? I speak to dead people. But it's true. It's true. That's what I do. Uh, Simplified. So That's you, what I do. You don't mind me throwing it out there. <laughs> no. So there's that. And thank you, Jeff, the Stamps fan, for the question. We'll answer any questions. So your take, it's pretty obvious to you, to me, what you would think is Canada's game of the week in the CFL because your favorite team is playing. Well, I, I say Edmonton, Ottawa, and I'm literally in the vast major- minority. It's I'm okay two undefeated that. teams, the best in the East, the best in the West. I wish we could get Darren on, but Darren's listening. Yeah. Power, he can talk. Power rankings are what you did last week, not, oh, can you beat the team that you're going to be playing in the future? No, it's what you did last week. The Bombers laid an egg last week thus they deserve to be in fourth bc one i think we've got toronto two no montreal two and toronto three or is it the other way around however it doesn't really matter second and third but i honestly can look into the camera and say smurf mafia your bombers are belong in fourth (laughs) and you know what they they come out you heard it here they come out and put on a performance this week, they could b- jump back up into second. They're not going to be first, but they could be second. Well, Bomber fans need to walk it back a little bit. From the movie Nerds, Revenge of the Nerds. Uh-oh. You just got your asses kicked by a bunch of JD nerds. <laughs> nerds! <laughs> hey, hold on. Some the lines are over nerds. Ah, it fits. <laughs> okay. So they got to take their lumps. But I, I, Kevin and I, when we were coming back from the Ferrari event, I mean, I feel like I'll just shut up right now, now that I think about it, because you got to do more talk. The Ferrari event last night, I explained to you why I don't get upset over power rankings, polls. Why? It's out of my control. Why would I get upset? It's a waste of my energy. The Ferrari event, go. The Ferrari, Ferrari event was amazing. Um, I'm not a car guy, even though I used to sell cars. That was just something I did for a living. I'm not a huge car guy, but to see that many Ferraris in one spot, I counted them. I think I've counted somewhere about 20 uh, Ferraris in one spot. Um, My biggest worry was, oh, goodness, there's a storm coming. If there's hail, they're going to be $20 million worth of damage (laughs) because each one of these cars were 500,000 per car and above. There was one car our, our buddy there said it was worth $950,000. That's insane for a car. I mean, it was cool. The vibe was cool. Met all kinds of cool people. Some of the Surge players who I was super impressed with, by the way. I think they, they nice really guys. represented the brand really well. I actually commented on um, your post um, when you commented or you mentioned that you, your picture with the Surge president. And I commented on that saying how well their players represented their brand. Yeah. Jason Rivero, by the way, Jason and they're Rivero, home tonight it. to the Scarborough shooting stars. We got to go to a game before you leave. Well, I'm going tonight. I can't. Yeah. Sask at Montreal is the other game in the Canadian elite basketball league tonight. 
Uh, so we'll see you there tonight at Winsport. Uh, that last minute drama, of play in the last RP minute show. of play in the RP show today. The drama of round one of the NHL draft should be over by the time I got to get over to Winsport. Anything else before I let you go? No, I'm good. Uh, Shane Melanson, one of our sponsors from Deer Valley Golf, says great new segment. That's on the CFLPA. Great guys to work with to help us out to make that happen. That's how. That's what the CFL needs. We need more of this, and you're going to see a lot more coming up with the CFLPA and the CFL in in general because I think the RP show has a huge opportunity, and the CFL has a huge opportunity to really brand themselves. Um, so it's going to happen. Okay. Great job, Moose. We'll see you all tomorrow here at noon Eastern on Game Plus. Uh, and uh, no, you say, no, don't go. Nine, eight, seven. We gone. <laughs> I wasn't going to hit him. I wasn't going to hit him. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.